Santa baby, just a slip of sable under the tree for me. Been an awfully good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Bow, bow. I don't know that. Um, I definitely wasn't looking at the lyrics for that one. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am Brad, and this is my co-host, Cinnamon Thunder. Hello, hello. My name is Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I like Cinnamon Thunder, though. I'm not against it. That definitely wasn't a play off of your nickname for Jamie. I love it. <laughs> Caramel and Cinnamon Thunder. Yeah, so, yeah. I, think, I love that. I, I think Cinnamon works for you. I also think Cinnamon works for me. I don't know what my spice would be. Probably flour, but... <laughs> <laughs> Probably flowers. Is that just because you're white? No, it's because I'm boring. <laughs> you're not boring. I'm definitely spicy and hot, though. <laughs> All right. We've got caramel thunder, cinnamon thunder, and flower thunder. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going pretty good. Um, Just finished finals literally like 10 minutes ago. Awesome. So that's great. Huge weight um, lifted. Huge weight. I feel so much less stressed. You can, well, you don't ask him, but uh, it's been a lot recently for me when it comes to school. So mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of have that levity and be able to really be here. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I feel it because you guys become less available whenever it happens. And I'm like, ah, I also really hate when you guys do plays because you're less available. Um, but we always make time for this, which is fun and great. And um, it's a Christmas episode. It's I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about Christmas stuff. But first, we've got some news up top. Some crazy news. Been a <laughs> Last week, I think I was, I've been, or just this past several weeks, I've been going off about how, like, I'm tired of talking about Spider-Man. I am just ready for this movie to be over so that we can stop talking about Spider-Man. And then... During this past week, so much Spider-Man news has come out, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it for a bit. That's fine. <laughs> um, but th- we're going to start off with what I actually am happy about and excited about. There's a new Spider-Verse trailer. I know. Oh, my God. It, and it's a part one. Oh, that was the biggest thing where you're just, you see the title, it's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Good title. And then it goes part one, and you're like, What? <laughs> There's going to be two. Yes. Very exciting. I'm so excited. Um, I love the just what we see in it. I love the new suit. I love how crazy it is. And like Spider-Man 2099 is chasing Mm -hmm. him. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm I'm so giddy. So excited. I got to rewatch the old one again, even Mm -hmm. though I've seen it like 50 times. It's a masterpiece. It's so good. (laughs) That is the movie that like 30 years from now, kids will look back on and go, man, that's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I've said that before, but I don't know if it was on here or the real life, but I've said like that movie is going to age well um oh another thing i was so excited for daredevil is back baby yeah so okay but here's what kevin feige actually said what did he actually his say? exact words were oh well, yeah if we did do daredevil we would of course get the guy who played him in the netflix series i can't remember his name right now uh, charlie cox charlie was, cox yeah he said of course we'd get charlie cox so he didn't confirm that he's coming but he confirmed that it's a thought 
And if they do it, they will only do it with Charlie Cox specifically. Good. That's fine. Yeah. I don't need to like I think I think the maybe the reason why he's phrasing it that way though is just because of Spider Man No Way Home. Of course. And the fact that people are though I think it's it could be likely that he is in this, but maybe it, he's not and Kevin Feige is trying to like do some damage control preemptively and just going like you know, if we did it in the future, we definitely do Charlie Cox. And I think that's great. Do Charlie Cox. He's a great daredevil. Only thing I'll say is I don't think they're going to make the TV show canon. I think they're just going to like reset what happens and it'll be either like the main MCU version or like, yeah, that version's daredevil or Matt Murdock. I don't think anything from the TV shows is going to be canon. They'll probably like redo some storylines and everything, but I'm so excited. I love Charlie Cox. Um, no, I am. Um, I agree. I think if they include him, they'll do what they're doing with, like, if they include the Spider-Man and, like, the villains they're including. Yeah. Is that it'll be, like, they're the MCU's versions. They might be the same actor because everyone loves the actors, but it's going to be the MCU twist on it all. And I'm excited Man, for I that. I think you're so confused on what this movie is going, about what Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be about. It is those versions from the old movies. No, they confirmed that no. it was an off version. No, it's not. If it is, I don't care about it. No one cares about it if it's an off version. It's from those movies. Alfred Molina and Green Goblin, they've also confirmed they were taken right from those moments before they died. Like, that's that's what oh. it is. It's not a... I have. This is like the third time we've had this conversation, and each time you've had that same reaction of... Oh, I didn't know. That. Yes. Yes. I Listen, it was finals. I'm tired. <laughs> I'll try and remember this it's time. It's not an offset. It is not. It is those versions. And But what I'm saying with Daredevil is I think that this is going to be like this version. It's like it's just Daredevil hasn't become Daredevil yet. Or Matt Murdock hasn't become Daredevil yet, but he's going to, and he's going to be played by Charlie Cox. And I think that's awesome. I think they can do that with some of the other um, actors too, like Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Mm. Uh, bring her in. She was I fantastic. Love that. I, they, she was my favorite one of the four that they did the, on the Netflix. The first season. I think that was like the strongest, even though like Daredevil is just better because it, it stayed good. Mm -hmm. Um, with Mike Coulter as Luke Cage, they could bring him in, though I don't think it's going to be such an awful thing if they recasted that. And they're absolutely going to recast Finn Jones as Iron Fist. I didn't actually watch Luke Cage, but I did watch Iron Fist. I like season one. I didn't watch no. past that. <laughs> that was the worst one. Oh. Season two was better, but still not great. Um, yeah, I think they're absolutely going to recast him because just, well, he also put like no work into that show. In Iron Fist, like he's supposed, it's supposed to be in the Marvel hierarchy of best fighters. It's supposed to be Shang Chi, Iron Fist, and then like some other characters. And in when the Iron Fist show, I felt like Daredevil was a better fighter than Iron Fist, oh, and he like, was. and he, but he shouldn't be. Iron Fist should be a better martial artist than him, and like. And we, we're definitely going to see some comparisons. I think if they ever introduce Iron Fist, they should introduce him in Shang-Chi sequel. And, like, it should be it should be shown that, like, Iron Fist is such a close match for Shang-Chi, just not enough. And, like, that should be kind of the definitive, like, so we know, like, who how good he is and all that sort of stuff and who is the best. Um, and Daredevil shouldn't be. He should be, like, fifth or something like that. 
Um, cause there are people better than, like, I think Elektra is better than him than Daredevil, but yeah, not better than Iron Fist or Shang-Chi. So, um, but he put like no work into it. He put no work into the martial arts. He was rushing, didn't care enough that really, and was just kind of, and he doesn't really fit the role I feel. So get another guy and do it right. No, that's fair. Um, to get a little off point here, did you watch the Defenders? Did you like that? Yeah, I, I thought that it. was fun. It was fun, but it it was um it was still a different kind of feel and not quite what we were. I don't know. Daredevil set that tone, and it never really kind of got it back, except in Daredevil. I think Jessica Jones kind of had a similar tone. Season one, season one for sure. I didn't watch season two. I'm gonna season be honest. Two, there's a season three of that too. There is. Yeah, oh, that's the thing. Like <laughs> all of those shows, except for um, Daredevil, is it has one more season than anyone else thinks. Like Punisher has two seasons. Only watched one. Uh, Luke Cage has two seasons. Iron Fist has two seasons. Jessica Jones has three seasons. And it's such a thing of like, I thought Iron Fist had one season. And I I have watched both seasons. And I completely forgot about season two. Um, Luke Cage has two seasons. I watched a bit of season two, but I didn't really, it didn't really grip me. So I was like, no. And I thought it only had one. So it was the thing of like, it was diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new Disney movie coming out next year. Um, in November, it's called strange world. I haven't heard about that yet. Uh, it's pretty like not much has been released except for like a couple images. I'm going to try and find the images while we're talking. Um, but it looks cool. I like it. It's kind of, um, there's like a video game that kind of has the feel that I can't quite place at the moment, but it looked, it looks cool. Uh, okay. Here it is. Okay, yeah. Okay, I did see that poster somewhere. It's, what's the video game I'm like thinking of? Let me see it again. It, it has like, there's a video game, No Man's Sky maybe, or. That's actually what I was thinking. It looks kind of similar, but like more outer, 3D. Outer space or something? No, um, Outer Worlds maybe. I think that's what it is. That's what, it's got like Outer Worlds vibes. It looks like an episode um, of Love, Death, and Robots to me. I haven't watched that still, so. You should. They're like 20 minutes. I, I actually know, just I heard us talk about it yeah, while yeah, editing yeah. the last episode. I know. I was mentioned like, it a couple times, and I'm like, I should, but I won't. Um, <laughs> happens. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I saw the banner, and I was like, I, I'm down. I'm down. It sounds cool. Um, I loved the movie Luca. <laughs> I love the movie Luca, and I uh, am interested in Encanto, though I haven't seen that yet. It has great reviews. I'm I haven't heard a single it. bad thing it yet. It seems great. The only thing that, like, between the Disney and Pixar stuff that I don't care about is that next Pixar movie where it's, like, a red panda or something. Going red? You don't think it looks good? No, it looks boring. Oh, it looks so cute. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I wanted more stuff like Luca, to be honest. I wanted, like, more camp and kind of a romantic vibe or something and it, it it just looked like a standard like little adventure thing of a kid and i was like eh, i don't want it um after we see um no way home we should make a group little outing to go see encanto that'd be fun i'd like it um before we get onto the spider-man stuff uh have you seen the trailer for the new secrets of dumbledore no uh how much are you into harry potter okay so i love harry potter i didn't get to see seven or eight until like two years ago. I still haven't seen seven or eight. Oh, see. So, oh, Those yeah. Those are the only movies in the Harry Potter stuff I haven't seen. So you've seen both the Fantastic Beast? Yes. 
regretfully. I love the first Fantastic Beast. Yeah, the first one's fine and quite fun. I don't remember the second one at all now the that I'm thinking about one, it. The second one, it's so bad. And there's, I swear, there's like a 45-minute scene in it where it's just like, five people talking in a room and explaining something and there's no action and it's so boring it's so boring and what do you find out in it that Dumbledore like spoilers for this but who cares that I think like this movie will do it better but like Dumbledore apparently like swapped some kids and maybe killed one and it might have been his sister a big thing i'm seeing about these movies is if they wanted to do a dumbledore prequel they should have just done a dumbledore prequel not made it a I whole do, thing i do like newt scamander though like i, I, love newt. I think he's fun and an interesting and i do kind of like the idea of like him and dumbledore kind of having a relationship because it's like it's that relationship of like you were my student but now you're not and i need your help because there's like a war going on um but I'm interested in it. It looks better than the last one. I think that's because they've course corrected a bit for it. But uh, the biggest course correction is Johnny Depp is not in this movie uh, anymore. He will not be playing. Are you sure? Grindelwald. No, he's not. They've recasted and it's Mads Mikkelsen. Who is that? Uh, he's the villain from Doctor Strange. Ooh. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Way better choice of casting. Should have gone with him for the first time. Maybe they wanted to. Maybe he wasn't available. Now he's it, and it's a much better choice. But it's interesting because in the trailer, um, you see that he has, uh, Grindelwald, has the Elder Wand. No idea. (laughs) What? You don't know the Elder Wand? It's been a while since I watched Harry Potter. I did like two years. It's like those three... um, like th- magical items. It's like the the, like the clo- Horcruxes. No, no, the Horcruxes that's set, were dumb, that's or, um, no, 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 no. It's um, the cloak of invisibility. Oh, the yes. Elder Wand. Yes, 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 and yes. Something else. Um, the time thing the that time Hermione turn, messes with. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Elder Wand. It's like it's the one that where if you use it, you can't be beat. And it's interesting because um, Dumbledore is had a relationship with Grendelwald. They were romantic. And so it's interesting because eventually Dumbledore is like he's famous for holding for using the Elder Wand. And it's like, oh, he's going to get it because he's going to beat Grindelwald, which is what he's famous for, and then get the wand. Oh, that's interesting and cool. I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, too. God, that last one was bad, though. I haven't seen I either. I didn't see yeah, it. I think you have. Or and I you don't just remember forget. it. That's absolutely a possibility. I'd be surprised. That movie I really was bad. like Harry Potter. Movie was bad. I swear, I'm not exaggerating when I say 45 minute like scene where they just talk and explain something, and it's, it has flashbacks to try and make it interesting. But the flashbacks aren't interesting. That's fair. I um, I don't like the screenplay for the first one because I loved it that much. What they they gave out like books, and it's like the script of the first Fantastic Beast. I didn't know about that. This one of my books a million. I got it like the year it came out. It was really cool. I would explain it. I at that point I had only watched um, the first Harry Potter movie I watched was Fantastic Beasts one. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. You were late, late to the oh, game. I started all the movies this year. Huh. So like, which one's your favorite so far? Um, uh, three. Really? Three's the best one so far. I need to rewatch them. I haven't like fully sat and done it except one and two for at least. Six years. Three is the one where it like it has a vision and it has a like yeah a like a just a 
feel in a film and it like it it feels like it has a purpose while the other two were like kind of they were just kind of following following the story but this was like oh we're doing some artistic shit in this one and I was like I dig it it was a shift it was a shift and I really liked the like the story of it where it was exploring uh Harry's parents like friendships with the other people and everything I was like oh that's that's interesting I like that it's not fun it's actually quite sad but like it was interesting and I liked it so that was cool that's the best one so far but I I haven't seen seven and eight best so far no that one was god awful I I loved it okay I did not like it this is definitely to be a difference of opinion um four was phenomenal that's just because of Cedric no they're not that's yes, just because are. of Cedric. I don't care about Cedric. Really? No, I care about the games. The games are fun. Games are quite boring, in my opinion. I found them very interesting. He fights a dragon. That's it. Well, and they also do the underwater thing. and Boring. I thought it was cool. Okay. The, the dragon one was the most interesting. What was the third one? I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. I do. It's been six to eight years. Okay. Um, I do know that I think a big reason four was always my favorite though was because that's when Voldemort fully comes back. That was interesting. That was cool. But that's not enough to make that movie good. That's like what the last ten minutes? Not even. It's like the last half hour. No. It is. It's short. I remember it being short, but the it was good. short, but it's in the last like half hour, but it's good like that. But it's like, it's too short to like make it. And I feel like the rest is bad. I don't like that one. I don't like Harry's hair. It's too long. I don't like the weird, like, um, love triangle. This setup. Yeah. The setup of the love triangle between Hermione and Ron and that other girl. No, it wasn't the other girl. It was the other guy that was like going after Hermione, but you could tell that she clearly wasn't interested in him at all. But you're kind of wondering why he's still in it at all. Are you sure? Because he's like a douchebag, dude. Maybe, well, but then also there's girls into Ron because he's oh, doing that so might well. Be Order of Phoenix. I think you're thinking of Order of Phoenix. I might be thinking of Order of Phoenix. Because four is definitely where you finally, like, you fully see that she is really into Ron. I might be thinking of that. Well, I didn't like that in Order of Phoenix, but I did like Order of Phoenix. I think my least favorite is probably Half Blood Prince. No, That's maybe it I was Order seen. of Phoenix. No, Half-Blood Prince is six. That's right. Deathly Hollows is the it's last seven two and because they split it up. Yep. That's right. It is double the size book length, so it was probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It started a trend that was bad. I was going to say the same thing. It's like other like movies that are adapted of books where they do that aren't very good, like um, Hunger Games. They, um, they were going to do that. Have you seen all the Maze Runners? No. I haven't seen any of the Maze Runners. I know you like it. Highly but recommend. It's, it was that one that was like, or that and Divergent, where it was like... That was I'm, okay. Don't watch it. It's not <laughs> worth know, it. I know, but I lumped those two together because it's like, I wasn't, I didn't care enough about those like ideas to like put any interest into it. Hunger Games, I did. And... Um, it was awful. The, the ending was awful. Yeah, but it's kind of bad in the book. I Look, frankly, in Hunger Games, I just was interested in the Hunger Games. Yeah, you were into I, that killing part. I was not interested in the revolution or anything like that, even though like that's the whole point. I get it. But I'm just like, I want to see kids killing other kids. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, Hunger Games is... Or not Hunger Games. The Maze Runner was going to do the split. Um, and it's because the book is two times length. Yeah. And they actually... I feel like they had the right. And then Dylan O'Brien got hurt. Fair enough. So they couldn't. So they just mashed into one movie. So it was two hours and 40 minutes and it was bad. Aren't you like a huge Dylan O'Brien stan? I love Dylan O'Brien. I stan the man. I love him. Oh, I've watched the All Too Well short film with him starring in it at least four times. Um, No opinion on him. I, That's fine. I haven't really seen him in enough stuff. I've seen him in like the 
I, th- I think I've seen the first season of Teen Wolf and I was like, ah, he's fine. Seems like a cool dude. And that's about it. So I've got like no opinion on him. You should check out Maze Runner. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not going to force you. I, don't I know. recommend it though. I think I out of all do. of them, you'd like that one because the feeling you want from the beginning of Hunger Games kind of stays with it. Like there's a definite plot, but they're never like safe. Interesting. Um, and yeah, so the last thing, Tom, I've been texting you like each time Tom Holland said something and it started out where I was like, he was saying some interesting stuff and he's doing like press junkets and a bunch of interviews and stuff like that to do in, for the build up of this movie, which is coming out soon. And so it's like, it makes sense, but man, he is saying so much stuff. That's like, mm-hmm. you need to shut up. And I texted you, that was the final one I texted you. I was like, Tom, shut up. Well, and it's because like, he's definitely trying to just not talk about No Way Home specifically. He's trying not to spoil and this is his tactic. So he's of, talking about everything else. I think he's like weirdly inadvertently like spoiling the future more <laughs> because they're just like plans. Um, but like some of the things he said is he wants to, he said the, this movie was going to be a Craven movie of originally. Mm-hmm. I texted you. I was like, should have been. I disagree. I absolutely agree because I think it would have been more interesting and more grounded story, which I am kind of craving from this Spider-Man um, of just more grounded stories. And then um, he said that some villains he wants to or villain or ideas that he wants to do is he wants to fight Madam Webb. He thinks that'd be interesting. I don't want to see that because that's more multiverse stuff in Spider-Verse and I don't want it. Um, he wants to do he wants to fight Kingpin. I think that's a great idea for whenever you introduce Daredevil and you just do a team up movie where Agree. it's Daredevil and Spider-Man and they fight Kingpin. I think that's really good and I want to see that. It's a good way to introduce Daredevil as well. I think that would be great. I think that'd be fun. And it's not like a it's a Spider-Man movie that's got Daredevil in it. It's a Spider-Man Daredevil movie. Like, you make it equal, I feel. Like how they did Batman v Superman, but actually make it good. But actually make it good. <laughs> and um, and then I think, like, whatever way you go with Daredevil after that, Kingpin goes with him. Because mm-hmm. he, he is a Spider-Man villain, but he's just more of a Daredevil villain. So he's also I, violent. Spider-Man's it, it, a little more lighthearted, at least so far. Well, I... In I, MCU. I know. Have I sent you that comic, though, where there's, like, he, like... With the Punisher? No, oh, no, that's what I sent you. There's another one where he goes up against Kingpin, and it's like Aunt May is dying or something, and he he literally grabs the Kingpin by his skin, just bare chest, pulls it up like it's a shirt, and then it, like threatens him, like puts it's. This is whenever he had, um, I think, organic webs, and he puts it up to his mouth, and he's like, "It'll take." Th- point three seconds for this to enter your lungs and fill it up and then you will not be able to breathe and if my aunt may dies you will die and like just straight up threatens kingpin and i'm like oh shit (laughs) have you seen that video where it's like if spider-man was ever in gotham city and then it's just spider-man beating joker's ass no but i think that's great he would not take any of the shit batman takes he would not take a single ounce well that's how the stories work out where it's like if you switch around the superheroes in any city it's just a perfect world (laughs) but um and then he said that he's interested in seeing his spider-man as a villain i think if you're the only way you can do that and it'd be good is if you do superior spider-man Mm. And you just you bring back Alfred Molina for a bit and then Alfred Molina dies. But then he puts his 
mind and the body of Peter Parker and then like he's Spider-Man but he's like a really violent Spider-Man and you just see that for or like you end a movie on that and then the next movie is that I think that would be interesting and that would be cool but if you just do it as like he plays a clone of Peter that's evil or something like that. I don't want to see it. It's boring. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, and then he, what else did he say? Oh, he said he wouldn't be a good mentor. That was the one where I texted you and I was like, Tom, shut up. Spider-Man would be a great mentor. We just saw Miles Morales, the I video game. I don't think he'd be, I, like I said to you, I don't think he'd be a great mentor. I think he would be, he'd try his best and he'd be an average mentor. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think... Because I think that's the case for Spider-Man in most cases. He's average at about everything except for his moral code and um, his ability with his powers. Like, that's what he is great at. But everything else he's about average at. Like his... Um, like his... Sorry. Like his relationship with MJ and being a mentor to Miles and... Everything he does, he kind of does have moments of doubt and like failure where he's like, am I good at this? Am I failing them? Am I not good enough? Do people hate me? And that's kind of what makes him an interesting character. Um, and so I'd, I would like to see that. But yeah, Tom Holland was like, I want to see him as like a terrible mentor. And it's like, that doesn't work. And frankly, it sounds bad. I think that's just the idea of um, there's like a attraction to the idea for a writer point of view or any sort of creative point of view to go if you are following a main character and then you see them grown up and be in a mentor position there's something tempting about making them a bad mentor last week we talked about avatar the last airbender and the fact that ang is a bad father yeah and it's interesting and it's good but i think that trope is it's stuttering on the point of being a cliche and where it's not going to be good anymore. And I think if you do that with Peter, it's not going to be good. I agree. So, yeah. So, he's been talking a lot and needs to shut up. He does. Well, we're almost there. I know. Thank God. He's going to do some more afterwards and spoil it or something. He's been pitching movie ideas for, like, the next Spider-Man movie, but he can't say what it is because it's going to spoil this movie or something. And it's like, but he just... Just, just keep stop dating. talking. Just keep dating Zendaya and you're be doing happy. Great. Like you're you're doing really great. Just, just let it be, man. I know, man. Take you a got, beat. You got that pay raise with the new. Um. <laughs> Did you hear about um? Someone was like, "Does it bother you that Zendaya is so much taller than you?" And he went, "Why would that bother me?" I I I saw he was on like the Graham Norton show or something. I saw that they were they were doing the Tony Stark thing where they had to like put him on a box so he would appear taller than Zendaya or MJ when he's Spider-Man because he's like the superhero or something. And like apparently whenever they were filming it, like because she was actually taller, she like caught him or something. And I was like, that's hilarious. Um, Speaking of the Graham Norton show, there's like in that, interview that they do Zendaya is just like going off about how like she's worried about him throwing up in the suit because there's no like it's one thing and it's like a whole ordeal to take off and so she's worried that like if he ever like is and he's doing flips and stuff so if he ever has to throw up he's just it's gonna be in the mask and he's like she's like really worried the whole time she's explaining how worried she is for him it the camera cuts to his reaction and he just has the like cliche look of I love you so much <laughs> like, like he has that and I'm just like 
I mean, it's pretty cool that they're open, but like, you, I don't know. It's, no, it's, it's interesting fun. and it's fun. I just, it's a nice thing, but the way it got revealed was an awful thing because paparazzi are awful. Yeah. It was a cute moment though. Yeah, it was. It was just public, which isn't always great. Nah. Um, I have news if you don't have any more. Uh, no, I don't have any more news. Uh, they released, I don't know how much in you are to Cobra Kai, but they released the season four trailer. Oh, I didn't see that at all. I love Cobra Kai. Oh, Brad, yes. Oh, I'm all caught up on Cobra Kai. Me too, man. They released the trailer. Uh, have you That's seen- That's the shit you sent me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think you liked it. I love Cobra Kai. Good to know. I got you. Yeah. Um, And I was actually going to bring up how- in Cobra Kai, because you're talking about how like how lazy the actor for uh, Iron Fist was about his role, but in Cobra Kai, they spend as much time they take it so getting seriously. the martial arts down as they do actually recording, mm-hmm. and I think that is phenomenal, and that's really what makes it stand mm-hmm. like above a lot of shows that are out right now. And you know what? That kind of does also have the trope of um, a bad mentor thing, but it is done well in the sense of it's not... Um, Who's that character? It's not the Johnny? kid. No, it's not the kid from the uh, Karate Kid. It's not the main one. They switch the focus so that Johnny. Johnny is the um, main character now, and it just so happens that it falls in line with his character that he would be a kind of bad mentor, but he's trying his best. And it's like that's a clever, interesting way to do it. And if you're gonna do that, you have to have something clever or interesting. You can't just make them a bad mentor or something. And God, I love Cobra Kai. It's so, so good. Ah, oh, I love. It. We had the same reaction of it's so good, and then a. Oh. It just it is, and it's it's releasing the thirty first. Is it really? Yes, of January? Of, no, of December. Oh hell yeah! I didn't. You know didn't that. know it was that early? No, dude. I gotta start you sending made you stuff. My month. I'm so. I'm excited. so glad I can be here to experience this with you, Brad. The trailer gonna, is so good. They I'm, brought back Terry Silver from the third Cobra, uh, third Karate Kid movie. Uh, I completely. Have, I've seen those Cobra or <laughs> Karate Kid <laughs> Karate Kid movies, but like I don't remember like anything because those I watched when I was a kid. Um, but oh, I'm so excited. I'm not gonna watch the ball drop. I'm just gonna binge that now. <laughs> uh, um, if you need to, I own them all. You can borrow them. The movies? Yeah, I own all four. I don't need to rewatch them. I spent the third one for um, Terry nah, Silver. Fine. Yeah, it's, fine. it's not that deep. Um, as long as you remember that Danny was Cobra Kai for one movie and then left, that's all that really matters. Danny, da- that's his name. Daniel, yeah. Daniel, yeah, that was his name. What's the actor's name? Yeah. There's like a meme for it, There too. is. I don't know it. Ah. I know his name is Daniel LaRusso on Cobra Kai, though. Yep. Well... Damn. The audience will know what we're talking about. It's fine. Ah, um, it was on the tip of my tongue. Sorry. It's a very successful actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> we're just bad actor. with names. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm very excited for it. So am I, man. You, you watch the trailer after this because it's absolutely so will. good. It's so um, good. It looks so good. And they're definitely like hitting a peak. I'm not sure if this will be the last season or second to last, but they're definitely coming to a close. Yeah, I think. I don't know. There's something attractive to the idea of like a five season show that just I ends agree. there. Um, but that that kid that um, Johnny trains, um, Miguel, Miguel, he's going to be a uh, Blue Beetle. I know. We, yes, because we talked about it that one time. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. He's a cool. Um, that's a cool character, and he's he's the right choice for that. So I'm interested in that if that ever gets actually made. Well, and he can act. Yeah, he can act. So he's they should great. do it. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah, that's that's all the news I really mm-hmm. had. Yeah. I was just excited about Cobra Kai. 
the Blue Beetle thing reminded me. Um, Batgirl was filming at the moment. Oh, that's nice. Um, I knew that because Brandon Fraser is the villain in it, and hmm. he had a birthday, and so they all like made a cake for him and sang for him on that's the cute. on the set, and that was fun. Is it the robot from Doom Patrol, or is yeah, it? No, I mean it. That's it's that's that Brandon Fraser. I'm saying, is he going to be the villain? No, he um he's playing a different villain, Firefly. Okay, I don't know who that is, but okay. He's just a pyromaniac. Mm, that, that like, makes sense. He's kind of a D-list uh, Batman villain, but it's a Batgirl show, and so it kind of works, and they could do something interesting. Well, and I love that these shows can kind of like have fun. It's a movie. With, uh, you mean the Batgirl movie. Yep. I thought you meant the Batgirl show. That's Batwoman. You're completely correct. You've done that on the show I have before. done that before. There's so many names. It's fine. But they're very different characters. I know, and I apologize. I'm not. I'm not. You know me. I'm more into Marvel than DC. Yeah, but no, this is the Batgirl um, movie, which J.K. Simmons is going to be in as uh, Jim Gordon. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Love J.K. Simmons yeah. and anything. So <laughs> <laughs> we just do. We. Uh, I love that he played Tenzin. It was such a perfect casting. I know. And that's the thing where he, they could be like, J.K. Simmons is going to be in the new Care Bears TV show. And I'm like, uh, when's that releasing? Because I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it for J.K. Could you imagine <laughs> J.K. Simmons as a Care Bear? Watch him like, voice the kid. Not one of the bears, but the kid. No, I want him to be the bear. And I want it to be like a whiplash thing where it's just like, where's my fucking sunshine? <laughs> um, have you seen that thing where it's like, name a movie, one person is a real person and everyone else is a Muppet? No. So it's a trend going around right now. Never heard of I it. I would want to do Spider-Man 1, and I would want J.K. Simmons to be the only real person. Which Spider-Man 1? The original spider Sam Raimi. Ooh, okay. He'd be the only real person. Everyone else is a Muppet. Interesting. That'd be that, so funny. That would be, be so funny. That's that it. Good. That's He's my whole take. A, that's such a great... Um, portrayal of J. Jonah Jameson in those movies. Mm -hmm. We haven't really seen it in like the new trilogy version, but like him in those original movies, it, it looks like J.K. Simmons is just having fun insulting people the whole time. And yeah. it, it's so fun. <laughs> that that meme of just like <laughs> you serious? <laughs> um have you seen that they made like a TikTok and Instagram for uh what's the what's the newspaper for Spider Man? Oh, the Daily Bugle. The day, yeah, they made like a TikTok and Instagram and all kinds of things for it. Oh, fun! That's nice. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Okay, did we just go on a rant about we how much we love J.K. Simmons? About, yes. So let's get back to the point after we're back four points point. off of it. Christmas, actually, Hawkeye, and then Christmas. Yeah. So we're cool. gonna do our segment. Um, what's new on What If or what happened on What If Hawkeye edition? Yes. And we're gonna do an episode three and four. Um, we're not planning. We weren't planning on doing this two episodes at a time, but it's how it worked out. Um, episode three. What were your thoughts? Um, I texted most of them to you. I'm gonna get my phone out while I talk about this. You did um, text most of them to me. I I love the Pym arrow. I thought that was very creative. You were really wondering where he got it from, which I don't know. The yeah, the Pym arrow. Yeah, my thoughts are just like, cause Hank. Hank Pym is not giving him that technology. That was like the whole point of Ant-Man 1 is him going like, this technology can never get out. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't trust the Avengers, so he's not going to give it to Clint Barton. He hates the Avengers, so he's not going to give it to Clint Barton. And then, But it's also just like, did Scott give it to him? If he gave it to him, he gave it to him without Hank knowing. So he's like, he's keeping a secret from Hank Pym about that. There's a theory he picked him up at the uh, airport, like in oh. Civil War. 
there's one coming around that while they were fighting, uh, Ant-Man dropped something that was Pym related. And so, uh, mm. so he just had a couple. It's interesting. I don't know how true that is. That's just kind of like the theory I've been saying. Cause I was also wondering of like, did he steal it? Did Clint like break into Pym technologies and steal the Pym particles? Because it's like, Clint, uh, why are you doing that? <laughs> You're an Avenger. <laughs> Yeah, but I do love it for that moment it of just very... of just the arrow like becoming huge and just like whoa. Well, and I love my favorite part of that whole episode is that him and Kate never communicated better than when he couldn't hear her. I know because they would say the same. Th- like she'd say something, and then he'd have a whole other conversation, and then after he'd be like, "You should take that dog out, by the way." Yeah, and she'd be like, "I, I said that like five minutes ago, but yeah. okay, buddy." And I just, I love that. I mm-hmm. love that they like actually kind of bonded. Yeah. And it took him just not being able to hear her for that to happen. It was such an ironic way to do it. Yeah. I think there were some criticisms for Jeremy Renner on like the first two episodes that he was, he, it seemed like he was forced into this show and he didn't want to do it because he was given the like attitude of like, uh, doing this, like taking care of this girl and whatever. But it's actually just, it was fitting the story of like, he wanted to be with his family. He can't be with his family. He has to take care of this old Ronin shit. And this girl is involved and he doesn't really want to deal with it. And she's a fangirl, which he's mm-hmm. not really up for. And as it's getting along and you see it in like episode three and um, especially episode four, a a bit and not a bit of like him going like I, I like this kid she's she's pretty cool and she's she is good with the bow and arrow she knows what she's doing and that's interesting she has raw talent yes raw freaking talent. I don't think it's no raw. experience it's not raw it's it's ta- it's like it's trained talent it's trained but it's, but there. it's no experience in actual combat that's thing. No, that's what I'm she has no experience, no, but she has the talent to shoot that arrow like no yeah. one's business. She has no vigilante experience. That's what yes, I'll say. That is the best way to put it. Yeah. She has no vigilante experience. She has no spy experience or anything like that where that's where Clint comes in. But you do see it in episode three and in, yes, episode four. I want to stick on three for the moment where it's just like he's warming up to her and he's being like, maybe, maybe she would. No, maybe she knows what she's doing. Maybe she could be in this game of something like that. Yeah, because he's like, you're, you're actually are pretty one of the best actors I've seen. Yeah. And that's a compliment, man. Oh, yeah. This oh, is yeah. Hawkeye being like, you're pretty good. And it's her idol. <laughs> I like her face, like her jaw dropped. She was like, I love that moment where he says, I am not a role model. Mm-hmm. Because like, I know it's not for the same reasons that I'm wanting, but. For me, Hawkeye, Clint Barton is a character that he's not a role model because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing except on a mission. He does not know how to run his life. He doesn't know how to do any of that stuff. And he's not a role model. This version, he's saying it because he's secretly Ronin and he kind of blames himself for the death of Natasha Romanoff. So he's going like, I'm not a, I'm not a role model or anything. But it's like, I just, it was very nice that those kind of linked up and I loved it. Um, what, what did you think of that char- car chase, though, in general? I love the music. Yeah. It was all Christmas. I love that everything in here is basically Christmas themed. I know it's like the point, but like I think it's so fun oh, yeah. to play with. Um, I loved like whenever she's like, a plunger arrow? That's all you got? Mm-hmm. And then like, but even though like two episodes prior, you saw him use that exact arrow whenever he jumped off the building in the, fr- like, oh, in the flashback. No. That he, wasn't that. It arrow. was the gra- it was a plunger arrow that turns into a grapple. It didn't. No, that's not what, how that worked. It was those are two separate arrows. 
um, the plunger arrow is just like a little suction cup thing that, and he uses it on the um, the train. So in the Hawkeye show, it was the thing of I think he upgraded it so that it comes out of the bow mm-hmm. and not the, an arrowhead. But so they're two separate things, and they don't transform at all. Okay. So it's a bit different, but it it was cool, and I, I did like it. And she she got to be a part of that too, where it was the same move. Um, well, he was like, they're not trick arrows, but use these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that car chase is also ripped, like, straight out of the comic. Yeah? Like, that car, that 76 Challenger, 70, 67 Challenger or whatever. And he's like, I won't wreck it. Yeah, that's the car he drive or they drive in the comic. And, like, that was the, supposed to be the fun little nod to it. And then it was like, and the Challenger gets destroyed anyway, totaled anyways. And I was like, oh, you're a car guy. That's kind of fun. <laughs> um but yeah, like that's that's a nod to the comics. The whole chase sequence is a nod to the comics because it's just like it's a car chase while they're unloading trick arrows. And it's great in the comics because it's like he doesn't know which arrows they are because he um he's he hasn't labeled them yet and he's trying to label them but this happened in between so he's just firing them and he's like going by the weight and being like i think it's the electro arrow or something like Mm -hmm. that um i gave you that comic um this time yes i'm I'm gonna read it after i watch the show i I, I told you i was like don't read it until after the show because this is better and i'm so excited to have a lot more free time now too so if i read it i'll get straight through it i'm so excited for you to read it man i'm gonna i'm like loaning that book out to everyone so I'm going to need it back. But it's, That's fine. Hawkeye's become one of my favorite heroes. It's so good. He's I so great. Well, they actually gave him, like, character. Imagine you if know? they didn't screw him up. <laughs> I like the family still. I know you don't. No. But, like, they actually, like, gave him... Because before this, and I know I've said this a couple times to you on and off the podcast, he had 51 minutes of screen time in 24 yeah. movies. You know how sad that is? But it's not even just the case of, like... I don't even think it's the case of so little screen time. I think it's the fact that, I mean, it is, but it also it's like, he's the one with no superpowers. So people were always going to make those jokes because he became like the Aquaman of the team kind of thing where yeah. everybody's just like, oh, look at this dude, real useful. And I think there's an SNL skit where he's like, how many arrows did you bring? 11. And it's like, there are a hundred thousand aliens. And it's like, I killed 11 of them. You're welcome. Like that kind of thing. And you know, like he was kind of the butt of the joke. It didn't matter if it was going to be another hour or something. It just was going to be that way because they didn't do the character right. They didn't add the fact that he's deaf, which would have made him more interesting. They weren't really doing trick arrows that well. They were doing exploding arrows. And there were a couple moments with it, like the, USB arrow that was just impressive in mm-hmm. like the first Avengers movie that he did because imagine that shot um, imagine getting the hard drive in the right way for the first time I, exactly <laughs> and he's doing that like into the helicarrier from a helicopter or something and it's like he has to th- think about the wind and it's such an insane shot um, but also like the Loki shot where he fires at Loki and he catches it and he's like not impressed and then it blows up and something like that but um and then, yeah, they, they mess him up with the family, I think. And, and I think you'll agree with me once you read this comic. Um, but it's just like, I, I just don't think they did it well. The best stuff of him before the show was um, Civil War. 
that's the best stuff that we've seen. I can from agree him. with that. And that suit is well, the best one. Well, that's why Civil War is my favorite. Is because you got good, to see every hero. It's great. And like in their specialty, mm-hmm. whether it be Ant Man being too big and then fainting, like mm-hmm. even then you still get to like see a taste of them, a really and good I, taste. I sent, I've sent you that post where I. Fa- I didn't even realize it where it was um, Black Panther like breaks his bow or something. And in this, it you, there's like tape around the bow. And I'm like, oh, that's so fun. I didn't even realize that. That's cool. Um, I love Hawkeye, man. I love that he's a low, like, he's not super powered. He's in this situation on the show. He's just like doing with, with what he's got and everything. Um, let's talk about four, though. Yes. Thoughts on four. Hold on, I took notes. Oh, I'm glad. Um, because I don't remember shit. You know that. Yeah. Um, episode three was the one where it ended on um, him putting the knife to his throat. The sword. Yes. And the I, sword. Yes. That was that was giving me Wandavision vibes of just mm-hmm. like it ended at like the most frustrating part, and I was like, "Damn it, Marvel!" Yeah, it happened. And I was like, "Really? Oh, really? That's where you're gonna cut it?" That definitely did that just to make you come watch again, though. Yeah. Um. I, the first thing I wrote is definitely trying to make Hawkeye use his hard of hearing for character and hero development. Mm-hmm. And that was that, more about um, the car chase scene and um, what else happened in episode four? Something happened in episode four. I think I might just wrote that about episode three mm-hmm. um, because in the car chase specifically. Yeah. Um, love the idea that he needs to brand himself. And I love that the <laughs> LARPers are making him a costume. I think that is yeah. so creative. I think it's so funny about like where you whenever you think about how everyone has gotten their costumes where like black panther it's like i've made it our we've made it ourselves with our vibranium technology and everything and with captain america it's like well the wakandans made the suit for me out of vibranium and the wings are vibranium and i have the shield which is amazing and then like iron heart or something that's going to make her own iron man armor and stuff like that and then it's just hawkeye and Kate bishop where it's like i mean we've got these like great larpers who like made our suits for us and it's like you know they they had a blast doing it they owed us a favor it was great it was fun and um it's i i love the larpers i think it's such a creative way to put it well, to put it, the, something something like that into it yeah thing. it's a creative way because it's i told you in the uh comic he runs a tenant or he runs a apartment building mm-hmm. and this is supposed to be the case of they are the tenants in the comics and they're bringing them in as LARPers so that they get to be included. Like that scene where they are like dressing her up for the suits and everything. It's very the comic because it's supposed to be like that wholeness domestic feeling of, but it's still superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate wants to be cool so badly. She LMAO. Is. That's what I wrote. <laughs> and she is. she is but like she like she is cool to us but in the show like he's just like you want you're trying so hard and, yeah. and i love that like that's like a, th- a theme between them is like you're trying so hard and i don't want to like you but i love you <laughs> but it's not i think it it walks the line well because there have definitely been a lot of characters where it's like they want to be cool but they just fail spectacularly at it like mm-hmm. they just it's not in a lovable way and it's just like oh you're trying but man you're not doing great at this but they do it in a good way of like she's competent she knows what she's doing even if she doesn't have vigilante experience, um, she's capable, which is great and nice, and she's enjoyable. Which brings me to my next note. She definitely has the raw freaking talent. Yep. <laughs> Just put that down. Maybe the mom isn't that bad. <laughs> and that was only because she was like, I know what happens to heroes. 
Mm-hmm. I saw what happened to your last partner. Even though that wasn't his fault. It wasn't and she his doesn't fault, know. But the thing is, even though it wasn't his fault, she knows that when you become a hero, it also means a death is going to come to you sooner than later. She's, yeah, she has She's a not good wrong. Point. And it, it made me think that maybe she cares a little bit more than she gives off. I don't know why you're getting bad vibes from her. I, I think know, that's man. just because you've been watching too much um, soap opera shit. You might be right. Yeah. You might be right. Um, so I think now anytime you watch something, you're just like, I don't trust the mother. <laughs> the haircut. When girls cut their hair like that, <laughs> usually it means bad news. Um, Hope Van Dyne has that haircut. This is just a longer she's one. She's the only exception. <laughs> I love Hope Van Dyne. Love her. Um, <laughs> wife knows he was Ronin. Shows a lot of character for Hawkeye. The yeah. f- like the fact that she knows about his history and I think the watch is hers as well. That's another thing though. Yeah. That's a very popular um, opinion. Yeah. At the moment. I, I've seen that come around. I was like, ah, that's, that's the best uh, theory I have, but I don't actually know. A lot of people are saying that like, she's um, like, she was a secret mm-hmm. agent of the past too, which I'm not throwing out the window, but I also think an explanation could just be that this is her husband's world. So she also just now has learned Russian because it's kind of useful to have a different language that only you two speak, not only you two, but but it'd be her and Tasha and him. Yeah. 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 I think it's a useful skill, especially with, if the kids don't know it, where it's just like, well, now we're going to speak uh, Frank and we're going to do it in this language. Cause at first they were like, she was saying things and he was yeah, like, yeah. okay, so then she went, yes. And your Russian buddy that likes track track suits. <laughs> that was such a great, like, I love, I love the relationship. I know you mm-hmm. hate the family, but I really love the characterization and like the homey feel I get when I see him interact with this family. Yeah. Um, I think, um, it definitely could be the wife, like who the watch belongs to, and that could like blow her cover. But I would be, I'd like it better if it's just like a different secret agent we don't know about, and they'll bring, they'll introduce someone that way. I think that would be more fun. Um, love the Christmas montage. Yeah, where yeah, they're just absolutely. like where she's putting up the tree and all that. I love their bonding. I love the fact that he teaches how to do the coin thing. Another I thing love, from the comic. Are you serious? Oh, I yeah. love this comic. Oh, it's the best um, comic. I love that you can literally see them becoming best friends. Yeah. The episode was called Partner. We're partners, right, or something? I think it's we're not partners or something. No, it's like partners. Am I right or something? I don't, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I just know like it's. There's a question at the no, end. I think you're absolutely right. It's partners. Am I right? And I just, I love that you can see them become best friends and it almost like upsets Hawkeye. Cause he's like, no, the mm-hmm. last time I had a best friend who did this with me, I watched her die for me. Yeah. Even and though it was like, she did it for like 20 years with him. I know. And that's but like her, her mom just said no. Yeah. And then he does this and then all of a sudden Yelena's there. Mm hmm. Which, oh, there's a big thing of being like, do you think Hawkeye knew that Yelena was Natasha's sister? Well, not Dip, no. Sherlock. Yes, she he did. You're telling me that what? you're telling me that Natasha would make jokes that they would name their third child after her, but he didn't know that Natasha had a sister. I think so. You're wrong. I you're think, wrong. I think he knows that there was a family, but I don't think he knows that that is her. I think he does because no, he wouldn't because he would, he wouldn't, how he said it to, uh, Kate was someone has hired a black widow assassin. This got serious. Well, maybe he, he doesn't want her to know who she is. That's not the case. He would go, he would be more confused. He'd be going like, that's, 
that's my ex-partner's sister. Why is she attacking me right now? And like there would be there would have been more of a conversation or something. I don't think he knows who she is or why she's after him. Just going like who she the situation he's in. Someone has now hired a Black Widow assassin and this has gotten uh, more serious, even though he doesn't know that it's a personal vendetta and a misunderstanding. I disagree strongly. Wow. I also think that. So, okay. We're getting to Yelena, so I have to go into a whole little rant here. Okay. Um, the parallel of her not being able to shoot her, just like he wasn't able yeah, to right. shoot Natasha, was beautiful. I <laughs> loved it. I thought it was creative. I thought it was a little different. Didn't I loved... I, you didn't like it? Didn't even catch on to it. Oh, I loved it. It was it was a small detail, but it was yeah. one that I was like, so they're going to be partners. I see it now. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, and Yelena could definitely like... Do you think she'd be part of the Young Avengers or the Adult Avengers? I think she's going to be a part of the New Avengers. Okay. But, she, but we talked about it last week of she's going to be on the Dark Avengers. Yes, And yes, then yes. there's going to be a switch where she goes to the New Avengers because... I think this is going to be a switch. The show is going to turn her over. Mm. Because she wasn't trying to kill anyone. Whenever she threw Kate off the ledge, she let her hang. She could have easily killed Hawkeye. I think she wants him to know that she's there. And that she is after him so that I, they can have a conversation. Well, it's a personal vendetta, obviously, but I think like her ultimate goal is to kill Clint, but just maybe not yet. And I think I don't think it's necessarily a case of she could have because I think he he knows what he's doing. He's not going to go down easy. It wouldn't be. I don't think it's the case of if she wanted him dead, he, he would be. I think it's just. Yeah, I think it is a personal vendetta and he can hold him hold I'm not his own. saying that if she wanted him dead he would be I'm saying I don't think she tried her hardest well, I, I think, think she did. if I think if she wanted to take him down she could have I think he could have also taken her down I think it goes both ways I think they're pretty evenly matched however I think she wants to talk to him first she wants to know how it happened she wants to know how her sister died when why why did you live but she didn't because she doesn't know anything about it probably but she doesn't know she's not gonna think it's that way of like why did you live and she dies she's gonna think all she thinks is what Allegra has told her and what Allegra has told her is this is the man responsible for your sister's death. So she thinks Clint killed her, like just murder. Like she's not thinking it's what happened. So I I think he doesn't know who she, or she doesn't he doesn't know that that is her sister. Doesn't know that she is trying to kill him for that reason, just thinks that she is a hired gun and he's probably aware of the fact that black widows are back. Um and just all of that stuff. And but I'm int- I'm very excited for that conversation because I agree there's going to be a conversation and I want to see it. That's what I've maybe been most excited about this whole time is like she there's going to be that confrontation and I want to see it. I but think- I don't think the turn is going to be in this. I think it's it's going to be a planted seed of like distrust for Allegra and Defontaine bullshit name uh, <laughs> um, even though it's from the comics but like it's going to plant that seed of like doubt and everything but m- she's just going to be doing it for the like because she's a hired gun and everything and she's going to be on the Dark Avengers and then there's just going to be a switch for whenever they introduce the new Avengers 
I think she's going to want to talk to him. I think she knows that he was her best friend. I think, and I think she wants to know why he turned his back on her. And I think that's why she didn't kill him is because she wants to, I, I, we both agree that there's a conversation that needs to be had and is going yeah. to be had, but I don't think it's, she doesn't know who he is. He might not know who she is. I can give you that. But I think she knows exactly who he was to Natasha. And I think she because she has to know that Natasha worked with him on the Avengers because she told her to go back to the Avengers but, in Black Widow. But do people know that they are best friends? I would be surprised if Yelena didn't. I don't know if everyone does, but I think Yelena does. They didn't and talk I think about she's it questioning. in that movie. But that doesn't mean it isn't true. Hawkeye wasn't really the main focus. And I mean, I could be wrong. I just, I think she knows he was her best friend and she thinks he betrayed her. They did talk about it in that movie, actually. What'd they say? I don't remember it. I think Natasha says that me and Clint were holed up in this like thing for two days or three days or something. So she knows that Clint and her work together. So I think she thinks Clint betrayed her. And I think that's the conversation that's going to be had. But I, I definitely don't think that Clint is going like, why are you attacking me? You're, you're my best friend's sister or something like that. Like, I don't think that's the case. I think he's not knowing what's going on at all would you at least agree that he knows that she has a sister he might just not know what she looks like that's what i said <laughs> okay I, okay that's fair i, I can agree earlier. to that i just he definitely knows that natasha had a family of sorts there's no way he didn't know that to i some think degree. there's a way he doesn't know that but i i can definitely believe that he would okay that's where we have to have that's compromise. where we have to kind of compromise um i just wrote yelena hell yeah <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yep. Um, and then I put parallel. Something happened with her Instagram where she posted it and then it got taken down. She, I, cause I started following her and like, she put on the, her story that like, it's so sad that the things that I post about a show that I'm in gets t- taken down or something. And I'm like, why the hell did that get taken down? That's stupid. <laughs> I know. I don't know anything about that, but she was obviously like waiting for this episode to come out for her reveal to be like, ah, I'm buzzing about this show because I'm in it now. Oh, isn't that great? And everything. And then it's like, take it down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'll, either way, though, I'm excited that she's in it. I'm excited to see her relationship with Kate. I hope they're gay. I'm so <laughs> excited for it. I want to see this relationship. I hope they're either best friends or gay. One and two, I don't care. Um, I'm up for best friends. I'm up for both. I really don't care. As long as they just are close i think the only reason i wanted to be best friends is because i i quite value best friend relationships in fiction and because that's what it was between uh clint and natasha was best friends so i'm kind of like maybe that trend could keep going yeah that's fair I'm, I'm good either way i just want them to be close and i want them to work together a lot i guess if i ever need best friend energy i can just go back to captain or falcon and the winter soldier amen <laughs> that show is so best friend energy but i hate you <laughs> hope they get a second season of that i know they didn't say that like they did loki but i hope they do i think they should and they should call it captain america and mm-hmm. the winter soldier switch it. or something what he needs a new name i think but you know um i'm excited for captain america 4 i'm so excited for captain america it's 4. gonna be good i don't know who he's facing i don't know I anything about it supposed to be the rumor at the moment is power broker oh so um yeah the girl can't remember her name yep thank you she shouldn't be power broker it's fine I feel like they tried to make it like it was a secret, but everyone knew. Everyone knew, but also it was a thing. It, it, it doesn't make sense for that character because it's just, I don't know. I feel like if I ever like met her in that universe, I'd be like, what, what would Peggy say to you right now? And what do you, how would you think about it? 
Peggy, this amazing strong woman who fought in a war and started an organization, and you're just out here for money and power. Get out of here. <laughs> it's it's generally just like you're better than that, but whatever. You're better than that. Why are you um, doing this? But yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, boo you had to go on the run. So did Sam and Bucky and Cap and I think, Natasha. I think the thing with that one was, though, they all got forgiven and everyone kind of just forgot about boo her. Who? Even if that happened to them, they wouldn't do that. You're. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm right. You're 100% correct. It's a moral thing of like you're better. You're better than this. You're supposed to be the hero, not the anti-villain, or not the anti-hero or villain. You kissed Cap. Like, come on. You're supposed to be better than this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Let's get on to Christmas movies, though. All right. Um. So I just have a top three. Yeah, I've I've just kind of got movies in general. Um, I. I may have at work uh, just asked everyone what their favorite Christmas movie was so that I wouldn't really have to do research about it. That's valid. Um, that's funny because Jimmy was like, I didn't see Brad being a real Christmas movie guy. And I was like, I mean, he said he's down for it. Yeah. Um, that being <laughs> said, like the only Christmas movie that I watched for this was um, Home Alone. That's fine. So I meant to watch Elf, but I didn't. Um, so, but yeah, that's what, how that happened. That's fine. You um, want to talk about... Um, my I, favorite and least favorite. I think we both should say what our favorite is first because I know we both have it for the same reason. That hurt. Hawkeye. Oh, well, that doesn't <laughs> count. No, it does count. That's a TV show, though. It's not a movie. Oh, that's the thing. It has to be a movie. Bullshit. I'm down. Christmas it's TV shows Christmas. are a different thing. It's set at Christmas, and it's great, and that's my choice. Fight me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Every Christmas now, I'm going to watch Hawkeye. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But, like, when I think of my favorite, like, Christmas movie, it's Die Hard. Um, I'll Be Home for Christmas with the middle child from Home Improvement. Oh, it's that? Oh, that? I love that movie. It's so cheesy and bad. The snow in it looks awful. Ah. I love it. Um, and then... I think that's why I avoided that. <laughs> it's so good. It's, like, so dumb. It's it's very, like, a John Hughes feel. It looks like it's very dumb. It's so fun. Um, and then... Oh, crap. What's my third? I hate Elf. Elf is my least favorite. I, I've been hearing some mixed opinions on that. Some people going like, I love Elf, and people going like, I hate Elf. It's annoying. Will Ferrell is not a great comedian. Directed by John Favreau. I don't even know that is. I'm Iron, bad with directors. Iron Man director and Mandalorian director. I haven't seen Mandalorian. I like Iron Man, though. He makes great movies. That's fair. You need I to just, check out the movie Chef. I can check that out. Yeah. That one's great. And okay. It's directed by... John Favreau. Isn't that with um, uh, Silver Linings Playbook? No. Dude. Who who plays the main guy in that? John Favreau. Oh. As I was about to say. Okay, until I'm sorry. You I'm sorry. interrupted me. I, I apologize. Directed and starred by John Favreau. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing movie. I'll check it out. You should watch it. It's great. Me and Jamie go crazy for it. I'm sorry. I also really want to watch Whiplash. That's when you and Alyssa both brought up a lot. I, I've watched it. Um, it's a good movie, but it's not a... It's not a fun movie. That's fair. It's a movie that you watch and you're like, this was a bad time. That's fair. But it was good. It was a well-made movie and well-acted. Everything about it was great. It was just, I was like, this was not a fun time. Um, what else? Uh, what is my third favorite? I don't know. I have all three in my head. I can list a bunch that uh, people mentioned to me. Yeah, go ahead. um, Home Alone was a big one. That's just Die Hard for Kids. Kind of, but better. I disagree. 
<laughs> That's fine though. I own all three. I like the third it's Home Alone best. It's more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard is, and it's it's fun. It's very camp, but it's but it, in a good way. Um, but then you know, Elf and um, see a lot of people brought up some classics like A Christmas Story. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. That's a good one. Um, you know, stuff like that. I my personal favorite. I, I said Hawkeye, but really my personal favorite is. Um, how the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. It's okay. Ah, oh, come on, man! It's such a classic. I my favorite Grinch is the newest one. Really? The cartoon, like three D animation. Really? I found it fun. It was campy. It was cute. I love the Cindy Lou Who line. I love that it's different. I mean, I really have no opinion on it because I haven't seen it. But like, I just it wouldn't be something that I would imagine people would be like that's my favorite version. I'd assume it would be the Jim Carrey version or the um the 30 minute cartoon. Or the cartoon version just for nostalgic reasons. Anytime I say it, um people are always just like, "Huh. Okay, I can accept that." No one's really against it. There's kind of like wouldn't be my pick. I, well, it's just I'm sure that movie's fine. It is. It's nothing spectacular. It, I just enjoy it. The Jim it. Carrey one is amazing. All the jokes in it are still funny. I think I need to rewatch it. Who wants the gizzard? I do. Too late. That'll be mine. Um. <laughs> There's so many great jokes in that. I think my favorite scene from the Jim Carrey one though is when he pulls the table sheet off. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. And nothing falls <laughs> that off. Actually, that was that, that actually happened. Yeah. That was, and he was like, he was supposed to like it was all supposed to fall the first time, but he actually did it, and so he went back and he just messed it all up, which was very in character for I the Grinch. I love that. That's one thing I will give that movie is I love that it was part. Great. I, I mean, the jokes in it of like they're. He's like cause, causing chaos in Whoville and then like a taxi runs by that he calls and he's like, it's because I'm green, isn't it? And like, I like that. And then there's also like that scheduling thing where he's just like dinner with me. I can't miss that again. And like, it's so he's such a great um, like energy for that movie. And it but it's heartwarming, too. And it's funny. That was a movie that like we watched it every year. Every year for Christmas, that was a tradition until eventually no one watched it. No one actually watched it. I was just the only one watching it and everybody else was on their phone texting. And I was like, okay, we're killing this tradition. We're just not doing it anymore. That's fair. So I love that movie. It's so great. So fun. But that being said, I also love Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I love Cat in the Hat too. Cat in the Hat's great. Even even though that killed Dr. Seuss book or movies. Yeah, it was... That was definitely a movie that, like, they catered to children, but was definitely for adults. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what I loved about it, because yeah. as a kid, I loved it and grew up. I found new things to love mm-hmm. about it. Um, also, just because we're on Jim Carrey, every time I think of him, I can just think of, like, ten movies where I'm like, his range is just bigger He's than good. anything we can, like, imagine. Mm-hmm. He's gone crazy now, but, I mean. Yeah. But, like, Liar Liar, Truman Show, Eternal Spot, Spot Eternal... That's, Eternal whatever of the spotless mind. That's the one I need to watch. Where I it's also like, need to watch I know it. that's a serious role that he's done, and I want to watch it. I just haven't gotten it's to it yet. It's apparently heart-wrenching. I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. I just, I need to be in the mood, and I need to remember it. That's fair. I need to be in that mood and be like, I want to watch something that will just destroy me mentally, and then I need to actually think, oh, that Jim one Jim Carrey mm-hmm. movie, what is it? I'll find it. Also, it has Kate Winslet just thrown in. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Um, I love her. Oh, The Holiday. I love The Holiday. Oh, is that it? No, that's, um, she's in that. Uh, that's my third favorite, though. It's not, 
that is your third favorite. That is my third That's favorite. What I was oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, um, it's Kate Winslet, uh, Cameron Diaz, uh, Jack Black, and uh, who plays Watson and Sherlock Holmes? Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.? No. No, uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Um, so Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz swap places, and uh, Cameron Diaz goes to England, and Kate Winslet goes to L.A., ah. and then Kate Winslet falls in love with Jack Black, and then Cameron Diaz falls in love with Jude Law. Mm-hmm. It's cute, campy, holiday love, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. It's just fun. I mm-hmm. love. I can rewatch it over and over. Um, what? When I watched recently, though... Oh, we're gonna say I'm sorry. I was gonna ask you, um, what's your opinion on the four Christmas movie? I haven't seen it. Really? No, but Alyssa's been on me about it. I've been hearing great things about it, and I'm I heard like, it's I, fun. yeah, same. I haven't seen it either. I thought you had seen it, so I was gonna bring it I up. I love him. Is his name Vince Vaughn? Yeah. I love him, and I love Reese Witherspoon. Him and Vince Vaughn. That uh, no, sorry, uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, John Favreau. They um, they started together. They were they made the big break together. They, uh, John Favreau directed and starred in the movie Swingers, and Vince Vaughn uh, starred in the movie Swingers. Hmm. If you've ever watched that movie, there are good moments, but the rest is quite cringy. Fair. So, yeah. Um. Recently, though, I watched uh, Love Hard with Nina Dobrev from Vampire Diaries. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Pulling her about right? Oh, jeez. It was any so mo- cute. Any- Anything she's in is like a deep cut, I feel. It's really good, though. Yeah? I didn't expect it to be. I thought it was going to be... It, it's cheesy and corny, of course, because it's a Christmas movie. I haven't even heard of it. Um, It's on Netflix. Hmm. I recommend it. You love Vampire Diaries. If you want to see a pretty girl, that's the movie to watch. Um, I think the... I Usually, whenever there's an actor or actress I like, I will like follow them sometimes and just be like oh I like them but with her that kind of ended because the first thing that I was like oh I like her I'll watch that was the third triple X movie oh I haven't seen that <laughs> which is um, I mean it's god awful though it's it's god awful in a fun way but it is still just like nah you've burned me I don't need to watch your movies Not for a bit until you've like impressed me I I was kind of same way I didn't really care for her in Vampire Diaries I thought Alina was annoying um, but I just I wanted to see it because it looked funny, and then it's really funny and quirky. And there's a scene where you lit, like the cam- the the cinematography really brings you into like the feeling they're trying to make, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you feel really chaotic. And I mean, and it's like a, it's like a catfish movie, yeah. and then she like comes to see him, and then he's not who he looked like on his Tinder profile. So then you she- said you said catfish movie like it was a good thing. <laughs> just like no, it's no. a catfish no, movie. No, no, that's know, just it's, what it is. It's that awful thing that people do. <laughs> No, it's just just what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's fun. And then also I watched um, Single All the Way, which is the first gay uh, rom-com Christmas movie to hit Netflix. Interesting. And it was also very cute and campy. Mm-hmm. Very Hallmark. It was just an off-brand Hallmark movie. I yeah. thought it was a little better. I don't really care for Hallmark movies. Thoughts on Gremlins? I freaking love Gremlins. Christmas movie right there. Very, I don't watch it on Christmas, but I support anyone who does. Very dark. It's very dark. It's I a very dark Christmas movie. Do you ever watch the sequel? No. It looks awful. Really? Yeah. I've heard it's like a hit or miss for some people. Some people like it. Some people don't. I try it. I love the first one. I own it. I actually, mm-hmm. I got two copies of it on accident. I think I, 
I think I've seen that as like your little DVD collection. I was like, oh, Gremlins, nice. But that was, yeah, that was something I was like, I need to remember to bring up Gremlins because I know that's something I will forget to do. It's um, a good one. Yeah, and then um, I'm just thinking of some. Uh, what What are your thoughts on It's a Wonderful Life? Because that's like the either that or um, it. I feel there are three like classic classic Christmas story movies. There's uh, It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Story, and um, Polar Express. No, that the um, the Ebenezer Scrooge movie. Scrooged? Scrooge? No, that's not the movie. Oh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Which Christmas Carol are you talking about? There's like ten. Doesn't matter. Really. Okay. Because it's Any all of it's the story in essence is like what I'm talking about. Okay. Um. So I feel like those are like the classic ones because it could be the Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey coming up a lot today. But um, the Jim Carrey one where it's like all animated and mm-hmm. 3D animation and like early day versions. Or it could be like the classic from the 30s. Or it could even be like the Mickey Mouse one. I don't know. Or the Muppets one. Oh, the, the Muppets, Muppets one's one. phenomenal. <laughs> but just like I feel like those are the three quintessential ones. For Christmas Carol, it's fine. It feels like a classic. It works. You know the story. Um, what are your thoughts? But yeah, what are your thoughts on It's a Wonderful Life? Um, I actually have thoughts on that and a Christmas story. Um, I don't really have much I to say about Christmas Carol. Hate a Christmas story. Really? It's okay, we'll get to that because I, yeah. I, I that's that's a whole conversation. It's a wonderful life, though. Um, I own it. I love it. I think it's a good like you watch it every year just to kind of feel it, but it gets really sad. I think and it brings my mood down. I have a hot take on it. I feel like it's like a diehard situation where it's only a Christmas movie because it's set at Christmas. Really, it's a suicide prevention movie. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. <laughs> I can't even. I just had to put my drink down to drink <laughs> it before I could respond. Um, you're not. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that it's, statement. It's only a Christmas movie because it's set at Christmas. And I, like he learns the lesson and he like he goes to his family and he's happy to be there for Christmas. But really, it's just a suicide prevention movie set at Christmas. Here's my thing. I hate the thing where it's like, just because it's set at Christmas doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. If it's set at Christmas, if it snows, if presents are involved, it's a Christmas movie. End of story. I don't I, care what it is. I do disagree on that topic, but I am like, it. that's the topic where it's like, I don't care enough to argue it, so who cares? Let them enjoy these movies and call them Christmas movies. Meanless have had brawls yeah, over it. I'm not going to have a brawl over it. That's fine. Um... I do agree, though. It's definitely a suicide prevention movie. Yeah. I can definitely see where you're going with that. Which, I mean, great. Like, that's awesome, too. It's not, like, to discredit it. It's just the thing of, like, I I, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't I think that's just, just like, that's the point of the movie. It's not, it, not Christmas. Um, it just ends at Christmas. Yeah. I absolutely hate A Christmas Story. It's annoying, and I hate it. I love it. I, here's my thing. Christmas story is also that kid can that shut and the elf. fuck up. Either you love a Christmas story or you love Elf. <laughs> that's really the tea. I haven't seen Elf yet, so that's that's what I found to be true a lot of times. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be the skewer and it's gonna be like I hate I hate Elf or and I hate a Christmas story, but I love the Grinch. <laughs> that's fine. Everyone loves I'm the Grinch. I'm the outlier. So. Um, any millennial loves the Grinch. I am a zenial. I know. I'll let you know, and so are you. I know, but my point is like it's just the thing. Um, but 
it's I love it. I think it's cute. I always wanted a Red Rider BB gun. Every Christmas morning, when me and my sister wake up waiting to be able to go up front to open our gifts, we'll put it on because just on TBS, and we'll just mm-hmm. watch it. And we can quote the whole thing because we've started it from every point possible at this point. Jeez, it's cute. It's fun. I mean, I get why people are like. It's dumb. And like, yeah, but like, so are all Christmas movies. They're all a little dumb. If I ever see that lamp in my home, I'm destroying it. Fragile. It must be Italian. If someone gifts that to me, if a partner of mine brings that into the home, any scenario, I'm destroying what it. What if I a, give you an ornament? Would I'll you hang it on your tree? It. Would you hang it on your tree for I'll, me? I'll use it like a baseball Why? and just pitch it. But <laughs> Try to get a home run out a of gift. it. No. <laughs> so definitely never get you the lake lamp. Don't. Are you sure? Serious. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> if you buy that for me, you have to expect that. And I'm going to send you a video of it. That's because, fine. Only because I'm warning you now. That's if fine. you like genuinely didn't know and you like gave that to me and you're like, oh, come on. I wouldn't like send you a video though. I probably would throw it out. But like. Yeah, now that no. I've warned you and you give it to me, I'm sending you a video of me and a baseball bat pitching it. Yeah, say, if I get you an ornament now, you have to just sit it with a baseball bat. Yeah, absolutely. I want video proof. Absolutely. I post it every year. We're going we're gonna to post it on Instagram. You have to get me that now. <laughs> Actually, I already got you a Christmas present. Can't. A um, $5 ornament you can't do. Ornaments are like $12, $15 now, man. That doesn't surprise me. I was that same way with candles. I had to get a candle for my sister as a birthday gift or something, and I was like, how much are these candles? Jeez. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I burn incense, and it's way cooler. Yeah. Alyssa uh, has a wax melt. Off topic. Back to the point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's okay. Christmas mm-hmm. story's fine. You told me to like come up with a little... Uh, my most hated it. That's not it. I'm What's just your most saying, hated? I feel like that's the cl- classic one, and I hate that movie. Um, my most. I want to know your most hated. Elf. Elf. I hate Elf. Okay. I think it's boring. I think it's not funny. I think it's. I think Will Ferrell's over the top. I just don't like it. Well, this is a boring conversation because I haven't watched Elf, so I can't talk about that's fine. it. Fine. But um, don't watch it. You don't need to. We're gonna get a conversation out of this. I hate the Polar Express. No. Absolutely, it was hate my it. first favorite Christmas movie. Absolutely, why do you hate, hate it? it? I hate the animation. The animation is creepy as hell. It was like 1999. I care. It was 2005. Was it? Look it up. You could be right. I don't actually know. 2004. I was close. You were close. You were closer than me. It's cute. No hot chocolate song. No. The ringing of the bell. No. The lesson that you just need to believe. That movie, look, I always say this, like I, like I always come up with an excuse, but like that movie, the animation style really did creep me out. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy like watching it, but it was a movie that for some reason my mom thought I liked. So she would put it on all the time and I would be forced to watch it. And I'm like sitting there hating it. So uncomfortable. I hate that movie. I can get that. You're a little traumatized from it. That's different. <laughs> That's different than just being like, I hate it. You actually have a valid reason. It's bad. I'll take it. I think it's bad, too. I'll take it. <laughs> I can't argue trauma. I love seeing your face, though, as you took a sip of your Starbucks. And I was just like, I hate Polar Express. You're like, what? <laughs> it's fantastic. No. I think if you weren't traumatized by it, you'd be fine. No, because I still am that way with, like, animations. That and... um, um 
uh, what is it with a clay claymation animation? Mm-hmm. I I I'm creeped out by those kind of animations. It's unsettling and bad. I it, I was not traumatized by like Wallace and Gromit or um, Chicken Run or uh, like those kinds of movies. But if you show me that now, I will not enjoy watching it. Loved Wallace and Gromit. I it's so uncomfortable. Only outlier. Only outlier. Sean the Sheep. That's the same people who made Wallace and Gromit. I know. Just making sure you're aware. That's why I said it was an outlier. That's wild. I love that that's your line. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they were sheep, but it's probably. like, it's probably the humans that I'm kind of, I think those chickens are also quite um, disturbing though. And chicken, chicken run. run. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like like Wes Anderson stop motion? I haven't seen them. You haven't? Okay. You should check out, um, I haven't watched either of these, but. Who did? It is Wes Anderson who did Fantastic the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Or did the um, French Dispatch, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox is not a favorite of mine. I still find it creepy, but it's not like something that I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I, but I'm still not going like, oh, you know, it's fine. I still don't like it. Have you watched um, Isle of Dogs? No. That's also another stuff. Is that motion. the one that you keep recommending to me? No, I haven't seen it yet. What's the one you keep recommending to me? Moonrise Kingdom. That's it. That's not stop motion. Okay, good. That's like I need to watch more a of lot. his stuff. That's a lot of stuff. That's a, that's a lot to explain. Mm. You should watch it though. It's on Amazon. It's I need great. to watch more of his stuff. I also need. To, I've only seen Moonrise Kingdom. I'm not even going to cap on you. I, I just to, loved it. I need to watch that. I need to watch the French Dispatch. I w- need to watch um, Grand Budapest. I Hotel. also need to watch Grand Budapest. I need to watch like all of those, but because um, it seems like a style that I would like mm-hmm. those live action movies where it's just kind of weird and it's very artistic, very abstract. I feel is the word to say for his movies. Um, what's that one with Bill Murray? He did one with He's Bill Murray, in most right? Most of them. No, there's one where it's like an aquatic thing. Oh. That's oh a Wes my Anderson movie, right? Yes, I know what you're talking about. It's like, um, hold on. I, I, a, I put I it on my comedy. list. They're all usually comedies. Really? Yeah. They're like dark comedies. Um, hold on. I need to watch that one, too. It is... I've obviously like hit something where you're like, I need to know the name of this. Well, I added it to a list. Ah, I see. Hold on. Do you have a list of Wes Anderson movies you need to watch? I have a list of Criterions I want. Ah, is that Criterion? It, it, all his movies are on Criterion. Every single one. Besides French Dispatch, because I just came for out. It. They don't they don't do it that way. He's paying them. Um, hold on. It is I might not have it on this list. This is really interesting content. Um uh The Life Aquatic with Steve Z- Zisu. That's it, yeah. That Bill Murray is in most of them. I didn't know that. He was in Moonrise Kingdom. Um I think the only one he's not in is Grand Budapest, but don't take my word on that. He might be. But he's in like almost every single one of his films. Is he in Fantastic Mr. Fox? I think he voices one of them. Mm, interesting. He might. I don't know. I'm not gonna like put money down, but I know he's in a lot of them because he 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 did one with Wes Anderson, and he was like, "Call me up if you ever want to do this again." Bruce Willis is also in Moonrise Kingdom. Mm. Well, Bruce Willis is not a good actor anymore. He was in Moonrise Kingdom. There's a certain point. I don't know where it was where it just he stopped giving a shit. That's about, fair about acting. Well, the, well, Moonrise he just Kingdom does it for mo- uh, money now. That's fair. He does like Die Hard Six, or I don't know what it is, but he does like he'll do like less than a week of shooting, and he'll get paid like a million a day for it. I think that's like his bottom. If he doesn't get paid a million a day for it, he will not do it. That's and dumb. he will not do a movie where he has to do more than a week that's of filming. Dumb. He doesn't care anymore. 
and he's just doing it for money. He's given up. That's sad. Yeah. Well, this is 10 years old. Moon Rising is 10 years old. It so still could be in that. It could it be. be. I, I liked his acting in it. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. We're still off point. We are off point. <laughs> it's fine. We we kind of talk um, about Christmas. But we're still, I think we still are. There are still ones. Oh, I want to bring up, like, my second favorite is um, Santa Claus. The second or first one? The f- I mean, I kind of am bundling them all together, even though three is bad. But I mean, the first one with Tim three Allen. Three is fun. It's dumb, it's but bad. it's fun. Um, but it is, it's bad, but it is fun. But um, no, like uh, the first Santa Claus movie. I really, I really like this first Santa Claus That's movie. I grew up on that one though. So I, but I, I love it. It's great. I love Tim Allen. I think I he's funny. I do as well. Um, I like the second one best, but that's just because I'm a hopeless romantic. I just think it's cute and charming. The second one is where he like... The yeah. toy Santa and all yeah, that. Yeah, but he also like gaslights that girl out of that woman out of her job. Just a she's like bit. in a great position in life and like she's doing well, and then she's forced to leave it all and like not have a job in the no, North no, Pole. no, no, no. If you say that she's the teacher, that is not the same. Those that's elves not are what I'm older saying. than her. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he went. He asked her. He said. Will you marry me? And before you answer, you will have to move to the North. He, he, he gave her a list of things that she would have to be okay with. And she still said yes. There's a YouTube channel that I follow called Mr. Sunday Movies. And he has a series where he called Caravan of Garbage. And he did all three of those movies. Um, and in it, they bring a pretty like valid point of... They think whenever you become Santa, the magic like changes your personality. It's like a parasite even because <laughs> he in the first movie, he doesn't like any of the Santa Claus stuff. And he, the first year he does it before the like transformation. He's just an awful Santa Claus. He's like yelling at the children and everything. And apparently he did that on set too, where, like because th- they got children to play the elves or something. And like while he was on a break, a kid like wanted to go over to him and like, s- you know, see Santa. And he was just like fuck off i'm smoking <laughs> like he said that like that's tim allen but um tim allen is a questionable person but also like the but the like magic of santa claus like changed his personality to where he was a great santa claus and then but it's also the theory that like that same parasite also like changed the wife and like changed her personality too so that she would like be mrs claus because like why would she want to do that <laughs> For love it wasn't love the love the magic it was the love the magic well, changed her mind and made her fall in love with him i choose to believe love ha. i'm just gonna ruin this movie for you um that honestly like made choice, the movie though. better for me i feel <laughs> i love the idea that like there's just this weird parasitic uh magic monster thing that's just taking over people <laughs> i think it's funny i don't know i think the second one's great um santa claus is a good pick though the trilogy as a whole yeah. is a good, like, is a decent trilogy. Yeah. Now that third one is bad. Third one's rough, but it's still a decent trilogy. Yeah. The second and first one really carry it. It's a good duology. It's a good duel. It's good sequel-y. Sequel, sequelogy? Sequelogy. I think duology is the term. Is it duology? I think so. Okay, then it's a good du- duology. I like that. Yeah. All right, what's your third favorite? Uh, I really didn't have one, but um, there are other Christmas movies I like. Um, I just have to actually think of them. <laughs> I think I'm it's not wrong I'm not really a Christmas movie guy I just have like those a couple that I like but there were some other ones that people brought up 
I'm trying to remember. This is great content for the listeners. Hope you guys are loving it. <laughs> There's a movie though that like some of them love that they're like screaming and they're and we're not thinking of it. That's gonna be like super obvious. <laughs> There's White Christmas, but that's really old. I don't feel like that's what you're talking about. It's fun. It's cute. It's campy and cute. Um, I stand on that. That's Alyssa's favorite. Um, what else is there? A lot of them. I gotta be honest. There's things of like. It's like Christmas episodes of TV shows are like sometimes t- like Disney would do a Christmas movie. I think like Good Luck Charlie had a Christmas movie. That was so good. I don't remember if it was good or not. I I quite liked Good Luck Charlie though. So like I, w- I don't doubt it. But um, I think the movie was better. What are some Christmas episodes from TV shows that you just like loved? Um, oh jeez, I don't know, man. I don't watch TV. I, don't, I haven't watched Come on, Christmas TV in so like, long. There wasn't like a... TV show that from Disney Channel that you loved and they had a Christmas episode. It wasn't on Disney Channel. What was it? The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy Christmas episode. What was that one? I don't know. You I didn't, didn't watch, watch it? it. No. Okay, so basically Santa like is dead? got bitten by a vampire or something. Oh, dope. <clears throat> it was cool as hell. I watched it every year. I loved it. And um he uh, basically he was like slowly becoming a vampire and they're just like, what the heck is happening? And then it turns out that Mrs. Claus was actually evil all along and <laughs> it's a whole thing and that's they dope. save Christmas. It's, I love that. That's what I watched every year. That and then the Codename Kids Next Door episode. What was that one? Um, evil Santa Claus or it's they had to, they had to help Santa him Claus. or something. It's a, he's either Santa Claus needs help, not enough people believe in him or he's evil. That's like the three <laughs> Santa Claus tropes in TV shows. What about the um, the Phineas and Ferb one? I don't remember the Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb one was um, like the Doofenshmirtz has like a machine or something, an innator that makes it so that like Santa completely skips over Danville. And like everybody is think all the kids are thinking that like they got on the naughty list or something. And so Phineas and Ferb are like, we got to we got to get Santa's attention. So they like come up with a song where it's just they try to get Santa's attention. Some elves come and everything. And they're like, uh, yeah, you are a good kid and whatever. It's fine. Uh, only bad kid is Buford, you know, and because and like he's going like I I do everything I want the whole year. And then before Christmas, I do one magical act and then I get on the good list or something. Then, um, and it's fun, but also just Phineas and Ferb episodes, Bob. Yeah, all they the, do. The, all the time. Um, all the time. Um, but um, I, I'll tell you one that I remember that it's like looking back on it. I don't know. I haven't watched it, but like the memory of it was it was really good. Um, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. There was a Christmas episode where it was they like they I think the power went out in the hotel, but also they were struggling or they were dealing with a storyline of the divorced parents mm-hmm. and it oh, was, yes. and it was like the, her, their dad was coming and like, they were really excited to see the dad, but they kind of got into the, or they thought the parents were going to get back together and they kind of got into the issues of why they broke up and everything. And it was like a very like meaningful episode looking back on it. I, it might not have been mm-hmm. at all, but I just was like, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, man, that was good. I might give that a rewatch. I don't know. I would love to watch just like all my favorite Christmas episodes if I could remember them. <laughs> um, you should think about them all after Christmas. <laughs> I'll should probably, think about it in like May. I'll probably be sitting there like December 27th just chilling. I'll be like, oh, and then I'll just watch one. Yeah. Um, trying to think. No, I thought of something while close. you were talking. Yeah. Uh, I thought of something while you were talking, but I don't remember what it was now. 
um, Rise of the Guardians. That is a Christmas movie. That is a banger of a movie, man. Very underrated I animated about movie. I today even, but I completely forgot that like, oh yeah, we're talking about Christmas movies and that's one. Because it's not really a Christmas movie. It is though. But it does have Christmas it, in it. It's more than Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like it's, no, that's interesting because it's like the mythical creature or um, ideas of a Christmas of like there's Santa, there's uh, Jack Frost mm-hmm. and there's an Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy or something like that. And it's they're like, Jack Frost, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Sandman, Santa. Oh, I like Sandman in that one where he's like he's a short little mm-hmm. sand dude. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Well, and then you got um the Boogeyman. Don't remember him. He's oh, the villain. No, I do. I do. He's the villain. Oh, that yeah. He was. That was interesting. Yeah. That was a good movie. It was. It, it was. It was different. Yeah. I love movies that I are just that, different. I love, I love that Santa has um just tattoos. He's just tatted. I love it. Santa's like a, hot, bro. <laughs> there are a lot of movies where Santa's hot, though. There's that's true. Like whatever the one with um, Kurt Russell, that one. Yeah. Um, the, now I'm just thinking of like bad Christmas movies. Like um, Vince Vaughn has one where he's like, it's Fred Claus or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that one. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it because I I have seen it, and I, but I barely remember it. But what I remember was that movie was just bad. Hot take: Nightmare Before Christmas. Really overrated. I haven't seen it. Ever? No. It's... I never got into those movies either of just like, there's so much nostalgia for them, but I, I never got into them. Nightmare Before Christmas, um, there's more, right? Corpse Bride or... Corpse Bride is my favorite personally. That's right. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is fine. I think it's fine. I think it's quirky. It's definitely just a metaphor about cultural appropriation, even though Tim Burton didn't mean to do that. What was it that someone said where, like, it was the reason why black people aren't really in his movies? He said because uh, only white people would be in my plot lines or something. Well, no, it was something. It, was, it wasn't that straightforward awful. It was like, why aren't um, more people of color in your movies and he was like they don't fit my aesthetic that's exactly what he said and it but was, the thing is nightmare for christmas is about a uh, um culture appropriation of black people and he didn't even <laughs> or a people of color and he didn't even mean to do it <laughs> like that the whole movie is just a metaphor for it yeah it's it's a funny thing. It's an awful thing. It's wrong, but it is also the thing of like I had said it too, where I was like, "He's not wrong. <laughs> like it, it doesn't fit his aesthetic, but he is choosing to have that aesthetic, and it is like it's just never a good reason to not include people of color." But no, I am like, "He's not wrong." But he did have um, yeah, Billy we Billy D. William in um, Batman Returns. That's true. He was supposed to be Two Face. Mm-hmm. got it got stolen from him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Tim Burton's not a great person. Um, a lot of people aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to be completely honest, a lot of people aren't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Never Before Christmas, kind of overrated. I don't think... Like, it's fine. It's a fun watch. It's more of a Halloween movie than a Christmas movie. I get why. Isn't that the point? Yeah. That's the whole point of the entire movie. But people are just like, it's a Christmas movie. And like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you it isn't because that's a dumb argument. Like, enjoy what you want to enjoy whenever. Yeah. But that's, like, that's my whole reason why I'm not like having arguments about like because it's set at Christmas time. I'm like, enjoy what you want. I'm not going to waste the energy on this. It's it's just about your enjoyment. That's all that matters. And yeah. it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I think you should watch it just so you have like the knowledge of it because mm-hmm. it is such a classic. I've seen a lot of people like over the years like, 
whenever it comes to be Christmas time, a lot of people just posting about that movie. I haven't really seen that this year, though. It's kind of died down. Well, good. Just too much happening. You should watch Fair A Course Pride, though. I don't know. It's fun. I like it. It's it, it's probably everyone's like least. Now it's probably their second to least favorite. Frank and Winnie's probably the least favorite. I just remembered um, another like movie that has that aesthetic that I just hate and it's cringy and I, I don't enjoy watching it. It's Monster House, which you made me watch. You didn't like it? No. Dang, I love Monster House. You made like all of us watch it. Or I, I didn't make you. Well, yeah, we took a vote. That's true. It was Most all people wanted to watch it. I voted against it. You were the only one though. Yeah. And I watched, I I wasn't paying attention too much to it. But like what I saw, I was like, I hate this animation. You it was all, bad. You all, were, you all were talking about the animation like it was good though. You were like, man, it's ugh, the animation. They were talking about it. And good I was like, time. I hate this. I've always hated it. I hated it when it came out. I hate it now. It's bad. It's it's rough. Um, it's the only opinion that's like purely mine and not influenced, and I will hold on to it till the day I that's die. That's fine. Um, I won't fight you about Monster House. It's not that deep to me. Um, <laughs> but it's all, it's still like all those movies: Polar Express, Chicken Little, or Chicken Run. Uh, I was say Chicken Little's a great movie. It's not my favorite, but like Chicken Run and the Wallace and Gromit. It's all just like I hate it. I hate it. it. Shaun the Sheep, only exception. Have you ever watched, and this is a Halloween movie, but um, Paranorman? No, I remember when that came out, though. It was, it just didn't seem to fit what I enjoy. So and I watched it, and I was like, eh, not for me. It's really good. It's also sure very it different. And I, like, I always say this every time we come to, I, I say that, is I love movies that are new, genuine, and different. I think it's, I'm the same way, but it's not, I think you are more on concept. I am more on, uh, like style, style or tropes or cliches. If, um, a great example is the movie, the sound of metal. I don't know if you've seen it, Mm -mm. but in the movie, like there are so many times where they set up tropes to happen, cliches to happen, and then they just don't do it. And I love that about it because it was funny because I recommended it to my mom. She watched it and she felt the same way, but that was why she didn't like it because she was wanting it to go those cliche ways. And then it never did. They just like stayed on the same storyline of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say like they set up or not even set up. There's a woman there that it seems like in his like new life or something, it seems like maybe there could be a relationship there. I think that's solely because as an audience, you just, you see a new woman and the old woman is gone and they are just like new relationship. Um, and, but nothing ever comes of it because that was never really the intention or even a setup. And I really enjoyed it because it was like, I thought they were going to do that. And then they didn't. And I was like, good. Um, I, I love that. That's a great movie. Um, I'll say the reason why I don't talk more about like the deaf stuff in Hawkeye or like the sound design of it is because the sound design of um, that's a deaf movie. Yeah, because he's he's losing his hearing. He's losing his hearing. It's the sound design of that is fucking phenomenal. Um, Does it like slowly just become like change? It's not. That's not how it works. So I'll tell you what it is. So um, I've I've mentioned this before. I have like genetic low level hearing loss. It will get it will get worse over time. Um, I'm actually learning sign language um, now, but um, it, it will get worse over time. But I also have tinnitus, which is a constant ringing in the ears. And what will happen sometimes is for brief periods, 
my hearing just goes. I don't hear anything for like maybe two seconds. And it, it just like, it just cuts out. It's literally like someone presses mute, but all I can hear is the ringing tinnitus and nothing else. And that movie it's for him. It doesn't come back. Mine always comes back. But for him, when it happens, it's exactly like what I experienced. I was blown away by it because I was like, that's it. That's what I have experienced. And I've never been able to like share it. it but if I want to share it, I recommend that movie. I'll check it out because it is like the sound design of what it's like to be deaf or just it's perfect. And it's so great. It's such a great movie. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's going to be Criterion, which is amazing. It is? Yeah. Oh, I'll wait and buy it off Criterion. <laughs> well, I don't think it is, and I don't think it will be for a minute, but like it is. But you should watch it. It's on Amazon for yeah. free. But yeah, it's, got a great movie. Um. All right. Let's get back to the point. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm very interested in that. Don't get me wrong. We're just edging into about an hour 40. Oh, we need to do... Um, um, so we need to do what you're talking. watching, talking, and tasting, and yeah. all that jazz great intro we need a theme song we do for need that. a theme song for we that. need a theme song for the podcast yes we do we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we're gonna have to have, we're about to have a lot more free time okay great so we'll get with jamie and yeah. get on his midi and do a fun thing um i watched scott pilgrim versus the world again recently <laughs> on is black that a christmas Fr- movie no okay um I, on black friday i found it for 10 bucks <laughs> for 4k ultra hd own it already I did, but I bought it from a used store and I only got one Blu-ray, not the DVD in it. Mm. And this was like a full thing and it was 4K Ultra HD. And I was like, you know, I'll just splurge, splurge a little bit. I also bought Joker. I know you hate it, but I bought it. Um, you told me about that last week. Oh, so um, I remember I was editing it today and I remember you going like, I got Joker. I know you don't like it. <laughs> um, but I, so I watched that just cause I was like, I bought it. I might as well like give it a watch, you know? Um, still just as great as always. Bad movie. Um, not Joker. Oh. Scott Pilgrim. Ah. Uh, you haven't seen that. Um, and then I finished Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, you really? <sighs> so. Thoughts. Have you seen Dexter? Not all of it. You need to watch Dexter before I, I can know. fully tell you why I hate that. Why, why, about, before I can fully talk about that. We'll have a whole episode just dedicated to Dexter once we get to it. Oh, great. Because I have <laughs> so much to say. There's so much time and energy you're going to waste. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it. Are you gonna watch the anime? No. Okay. You hate the ending. I hate the ending. So basically, the whole time you know that Spike went through something, mm-hmm. and now he is traveling as a bounty hunter with uh the other guy. I can't remember his name now. Jet for whatever Jet. for that reason, and then through that they get Ein the dog, Ed the tech no wizard, and then um Faye Valentine. Faye Valentine as like the love interest slash badass bounty hunter that really is over her head at all times yeah um and you kind of develop this like found family feeling of like doctor who type of thing yeah and then you finally get to the end of the series and you find out what happened to him you meet the girl julie julia or julie that you've been trying to meet this whole time you finally face off with the guy who also was in love with his girl and then she dies and then spoilers Spoilers for this. Why would you, you say seen that? that? That's fine. We'll put the spoilers beforehand. Um, okay. So she dies. You said you're not going to watch it. So she uh-huh. dies. And then he goes back to the ship and he's all grumpy, which I mean, he has a right to be. His girl just died. But and then Faye is just like, are you really just going to leave us to go on a death mission? And then he goes on a death mission, defeats the guy that killed her, then dies. 
That's it. That's the whole series. You waited. You watched 26 episodes of a very slow show, might I add. Yeah. The characters, best part about it, but the, the, it's just it's a slow moving. Um, just to just to watch him die, it was fucking pointless. I, I hated it. I don't know anything about like the production of this or what was supposed to be planned or something. That was it. He wanted one season, one and done. That was it. Really? So it, it was his vision. Well, I just I, didn't care for it. I just bring up because like. He mentions Spike mentions in the beginning that like he's died before sort of thing. So I was kind of going like, well, what did he die again? Then he's gonna come back or something. Maybe that was an intention or something. Um, no, what he's talking about is when Julie killed him yeah. so that the other guy wouldn't. I can't remember well, his name now, but what I will say, only thing I have to say is um, live action got canceled after one season. Yeah. So man, that is doesn't some, really matter. That is some bad luck for that show. <laughs> it seemed fun. It seemed fun. Um, didn't get good reviews. Like no, even it didn't. taking out like the trolls, it, it just wasn't. Didn't I think get there great. Was everything. Um, I think there was just a lot of stuff against it. To be honest, but I I enjoyed it. Did um, you finish it? No, no. I don't finish a lot of things to That's be honest, fair. though, because um, I I fell out of that momentum of Legend of Korra, so it might take me a minute to get to to finish season four now. Uh, you're on season four already, though, right? I was on episode one. I uh, I like texted you whenever I was starting mm-hmm. it and everything. I haven't watched it since. Get with Max; she'll make you do it. Okay, um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. It's a good anime. I next just, thing you gotta watch, My Hero Academia. That's next. You gotta um, watch it. You gotta watch right it. Right now. You gotta give me play by plays every day. That's fine. Right now, um, Dexter New Blood came out. Yeah. With its first six out of ten episodes. Mm-hmm. I watched those. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm just rewatching Dexter in the background while I play on my phone because I'm mm-hmm. waiting to get the urge to really grab onto something and I want it to be My Hero Academia. It's My so Hero I'm, Academia. I'm trying, it's so great. I'm trying to push, I'm trying to wait until I'm ready and then just get it while it's hot. They're forcing seasons English dub on Hulu. Nice. It's I hope great. Definitely. I'm, on I'm watching it. Do I'm not on... get me wrong. I'm going to watch this anime. It's the last thing I do. I'm on season five. It's so great. Um, what I have been watching, only thing that I've watched, well, I watched Home Alone, but um, only thing that I've watched is <laughs> last night and this morning, I watched almost all of Witcher, The Witcher. Was it good? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's an interesting world, but I also am just kind of like... Um, it's it gets tiring to watch those shows that are very graphic and very uh, drama heavy mm-hmm. and dark and sometimes it you feel the like it's dark for darkness sakes and it's just kind of like yeah, all right but it's no uh, longer but, a creative choice but it well it is creative and it is good because like there's a bit in it where it's just you realize like oh shit parts of this story are taking place in the present some are taking place in the past you don't even know and i'm like oh shit okay um clever that's interesting but um that's what i've been like watching and then mostly what i've been like new stuff is just uh, web comics um or on webtoons so you know catching up with lore olympus and uh, my giant nerd boyfriend, which is very fun. <laughs> it's very that's a very fun comic, and I love it. Um, but the newest one that I've been reading is um, the greatest estate developer, and it's interesting. It's like really interesting. There's like five uh, episodes out right now, but um, it's this guy like he either gets a wish or it's forced upon him where he is transported into a book that he has read and he becomes one of the characters 
of that's like a prince that is good for nothing and the main character is his like butler sidekick thing and he's just trying to make because he knows what's going to happen and he knows that his character is going to be like just some broke drunk who like will drink himself to death and so he like just wants to avoid that and live a happy enough life so he and he also is um like he knows how to build houses and he's an engineer and stuff so he's using that to set up like a business where he's building houses for um the community but he's also got like some challenges like the fact that everybody thinks he's just good for nothing and he's a waste of human space so they're like trying their opinion he has to change and um like villains from the story that are like trying to cause trouble for him and he's just kind of trying to like change that situation and get them out of it and it's but he's using the book to like his advantage sometimes and it's also very like rpg but it's interesting and it's fun and i like it um so that's what i've been reading okay yeah I haven't really been reading anything. Yeah. Haven't really been tasting anything though. Besides this crisp, delicious Dr. Pepper. That's so bad for you. I know it is. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Dr. Pepper is my favorite. It's my kryptonite. Okay. Dude, I've been drinking it for uh, too long. (laughs) It's just so bad for you. I know it is. Um, but yeah, haven't really been tasting much either. Um, (laughs) yeah, you should, you should finish Dexter. Dude. I'm on season three. Like it's oh, you're not even to the best part. I know, but I know what happens and stuff. So it's just it's the thing. So it's kind of like, like eh. it's yeah, it's that, and it's also like to watch five more seasons is such a like, uh, dude. Here's what I'll tell you. That's that sounds grueling. Dexter is one of those shows that so they had two creators. And one was the actual writer of the book that the whole series I, I know is based off of. Happened with it he left. It. They both left season two, so then they kind of just continued the storyline they were building, mm-hmm. um, and then hit season four, and then they lost those creators. Mm-hmm. So then they got new ones, and then every season was more of like its own thing instead of like a buildup. Mm-hmm. My favorite six is the season where he's trying to figure out if he like believes in a religion in any way, shape, or form, mm. and it's a doomsday killer. Mm. Um. Five is really good because it's kind of a redemption story mm-hmm. from what happens at four. Four is the biggest yeah. uh, serial killer, the Trinity killer. And yeah. And that is, and I'm not going to spoil this. I know it. Because I I know, but I don't, I don't want to say it because it's sad. <laughs> well, you um, won't spoil that, but you'll spoil Cowboy Beep. It wasn't as good. Come <laughs> on, man. Dexter's so good, bro. I feel like Dexter is like, it's been in the public eye enough to where it's like, if you don't know it, you like how have you not known what the spoil is but cowboy bebop that's kind of a niche thing it's like it's popular in the anime community but not really anywhere else and you're just going like oh yeah he dies she dies and stuff like that it's like come on man i don't know i'm sorry i didn't think about it but i love dexter season three probably my second to least favorite season <laughs> so i, really like I get why you're two. stuck in it season two was good the new the new like revival season that they're doing right now that i'm watching new blood you say it fixes um, the ending it fixes the ending and also it's by the two people who made season one and two mm-hmm. so it feels more like the original intent of the show mm-hmm. and i really like it mm-hmm. it's probably going to be my favorite season something i want to bring up on that topic is um the writer of Hawkeye, My Life as a Weapon, the comic, is a consulting producer on the TV show Hawkeye. 
Um, oh, that's I did, cool. I didn't mention that before, but it was something I, I saw it on episode one when the credits rolled and I was like, I got so much more pumped. I was like, Matt Fraction's a producer. Hell yes, of course. That's That's awesome. why it's so good, probably. Probably. I, I love it. It's so great. Um, but yeah, I, I you, you, sh- you should finish it. Finish it for me. It's so much work. Just for me. You know it's work. I know. I know. I've watched it twice. I've got so many shows where it's just it's just work to watch it. It's it's um, Dexter. It's Mad Men. I don't see. I don't care about Mad Men. I gotta watch Mad Men because if I if I finish that, Harrison has to watch 15 seasons of Supernatural. Oh God, that's That's why why, you're doing it. That's why that's so tempting because I'm like, ah, how great would that be? I'll tell you what. If you finish Dexter, I will watch. Anything you want. Anything you want. He's, this is my he's offer. He's placed it. He's placed I'm pla- it. We I'm have putting to it down. It to him. I'm putting it down. I, I will watch. If you finish Dexter, You've made this I will valuable. finish. I will watch My Hero Academia starting tomorrow. What? That's not it. Because I know you're going to watch that anyway. That's fair. You're going to love it. And you're going to watch it on your own accord. No. <laughs> I'll have to think about you what think you about have to watch. It. And whenever you decide, we have to announce it on here. So that they know what it is. I'm going to make it something you're going to hate. <laughs> Don't make something I'm going to hate. You, I think you'll love Dexter. Really recommend me something that's like one of your favorites that you just don't, that you really want me to watch. Law and Order, all 20 seasons. You do not like Law and Order that much. I like Law and Order, but no, not that much. I've watched a lot of it. It's also my best friend's favorite show. Ha. All right. Well, no, it's not that, but um, I'll figure it out. But that's my offer. I, that's an interesting offer. That that makes it tempting. So I yeah. won't do it often, but for shows like Dexter, I'll make the I'll make the exception. For shows like Dexter that are have been critically panned for that ending, even though this new thing supposedly fixes it, you know, but it changes it. It doesn't like okay. it doesn't actually like change what happened. Yeah, but it changes the aftermath of it. It's about his kid, right? No, yes and no. It's the more about well, the new season is more about. Dexter's life after the events of season eight, and that includes his kid finding him. But that's the not the, the only disease. focus. The same like dark passenger thing. Yes, but it's more complex than that, and I can't fully explain it without spoiling. And then there's also, of course, a serial killer that's not Dexter that's involved in this. Yeah, of course. Well, so, there is for every season yeah. because otherwise, it's he's trying to figure out how to have it not be. He's not a suspect. Because it was him in the second season. Yeah, it was him in the second season, what, but then it became his buddy. Yeah, which I like Dokes. Kind of sad they killed him off so early. I, ah, I like him. I kind of like the idea that like when he wins, he gets to kill them. I was like, yeah, I like that. That's fun. That's fair. <laughs> but um, Lila, though, crazy. Was that season one? That was season two. She was his sponsor. Brunette or black hair. I, rem- I don't remember her, he but I remember... He cheated on Rita with her? No, I just remember, like, he had a sponsor because alcoholism was what a cover he was using. Yeah, drug. Of drugs, yeah. I forget. Yeah. Her. She's crazy. Don't, re- don't know her face. She but- blew dokes up. No. Because she thought she was killing Dexter. No. And then he killed her. No. Yeah. Oh, well. Either way, that's what happened. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I love Dexter. <laughs> All right, well, it has to, its problems, but I love it. I'll have to think about that one, that offer. But um, I think that's about it for this episode yeah. of Back to the Point. Um, do you want to give your plug? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, if you have any recommendations about watching, reading, or tasting, uh, hit me up at plutonic.seth. That's like the planet. Um, and Brad? 
I am uh, bombasticbrad1 on Instagram. And uh, if you do want to email the show, we have an email. It's back to the point 21 at yes. gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us what you like, what you hate, um, anything. We'll read it and we will either delete it or like it. It's hard to say. <laughs> or tell us something you want us to review. Yes. Yeah, We're very like open. Whatever you want to say. If it's just hate, I, I quite enjoy reading those. So go for it. I get energy out of those. You're an enigma, man. I love it. It's great. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and But we will see you uh, next time. And Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way, way home. home. There's a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.